Let's get to Tech Tuesday and News Talk 1010 tech expert Carmi Levy is here. Good morning. Good morning, John. Great to be here. Once again, I look at a headline and I start to be very, very worried. Uh, OpenAI's chat GPT uh, is being enhanced, I'm guessing, and now it will see, hear, and speak. I mean, this is basically Skynet, isn't it? It kind of is. It feels like it. And, yeah. and basically, they're not really changing the underlying uh product so the chat bot that we've you know come to know and love over much of the last year is essentially staying the same what they're doing is they're changing the way we interact with it they're adding new interfaces right now we open up an app or we open up a web page and we ask it a question and it, it answers it back text to text now you're going to be able to speak to it and it will be able to speak back to you it'll hear you it'll have a voice interface uh so it'll be a lot like siri It'll be a lot like Google Assistant, and we've been using these tools for years. The difference is the smarts that power it will be a lot smarter than Siri. We're not going to be standing there frustrated because Siri doesn't understand us. Chat GPT with this new see, hear, and speak capability will. We'll also have uh, image capability with it. And so we'll be able to uh, sort of show it, you know, take a picture, show it to ChatGPT and ask it to analyze it, give us an answer. Uh, you know, I'm having trouble fixing this, this, uh, you know, this kettle. Uh, where can I get the parts for it? Show it the picture and it'll give you the answer. So, you know, it's, we're, it's almost like the, it's getting a new skin. Uh, and that skin looks a lot like the voice assistants we've been using for a decade, but they're powered by AI and they're a lot smarter. So yeah, it feels feels like Skynet, but it also feels like a better version of something we've been using for a while. Okay, tell me about these websites that are full of AI-generated text, but they're actually, they're making money? Yeah, they are, and uh, and they're making Google a lot of money. So uh, there is, so essentially, it's, it's there's a, a, a survey from MIT Technology Review, and, and what they did was they analyzed a whole bunch of websites and a whole bunch of brands. And, you know, whenever you're, you're surfing the web or you're using an app on your device, you're doing anything online, you see ads. And there's a, a process, it's called programmatic advertising, that feeds those ads. Uh, you know, that's why the ads that you see are kind of relevant to what your interests are. Uh, and so normally, it's based on you know things that it soaks up from your phone uh, and particular websites it tries to put it on websites that we would normally visit well uh you know over the years there have been these content farms and you you know it when you see it, it you open up a website and you read it and you're like that doesn't really seem quite right it almost seems like somebody half a world away was hired to write it and didn't do a very good job of it and the ads just appear and well I saw the ads as someone is getting paid uh, so now what's happening is MIT technology review uh, realized is that uh, it isn't just humans that are writing these really lousy websites they're called made for advertising sites it's ai that's powering them and so you end up having these websites that aren't written by humans and then you have these algorithms also technology that are feeding up the ads and then google gets most of the money from the process so basically just because you see a website online doesn't mean that a human wrote it just because there's an ad there doesn't mean that a human decided to put it there it's ai that's you know we're talking skynet this is a lot more skynet than anything that open ai is doing and uh, it's making google over 160 billion dollars a year in revenue good grief okay so tell me about this headset that gives the appearance of being able to read a user's mind how's that working 
This is really cool. It comes to us from a company in Montreal, our hometown, called Ava, double A V double A. And basically, what it does, it's it's a it's a headset, but it's really a, a very sophisticated brain computing interface. So what it can do, it tracks your head movement, it tracks your eye movement, tracks facial gestures. So if you blink or you clench your face or move your your muscles on your face, it knows it, and then it uses that information as input to control. So imagine if you are someone who has suffered uh, a serious uh, injury and you aren't able to speak or use your hands. Uh, well, this is another way of controlling devices. Uh, so you can, uh, it'll monitor all, all of your, you know, your, your brain activity, and it'll use that for you to control things. So right now it's in prototype stage. Uh, it obviously isn't ready for commercialization. However, uh, they're saying if you can, you know, essentially put this thing on your head and it understands what you're thinking and it allows you to do all sorts of stuff. Imagine how that opens up the the world for certain people with certain disabilities. Absolutely remarkable technology. And because it's powered by artificial intelligence, uh, it does so much more than any other kind of headset that you might have seen previously that looked the part, but really wasn't that sophisticated. This thing is apparently the real deal. Well, and it's really interesting when you consider, I mean, the full sweep of technology we use to aid ourselves, whether or not, you know, I met a woman who had this visor, like from Star Trek, uh, that was helping Mm -hmm. her to see. I certainly know a very large number of people with hearing aids get into uh, this kind of tech and how people communicate and how Stephen Hawking used to communicate. And it's not a silly thing to say that, you know, we're sort of becoming cyborgs. We we are, but but in a good way. You know, we we tend to rage on artificial intelligence all the time because there is so much potential for misuse. But in a case like this, you know, we call these use cases. There's so much potential to improve the way people live. And so, for example, you know, the hearing it is a perfect use case. This technology can be used to filter out what we're hearing. And so, if we are leaning in to a particular person in a conversation, our hearing aid would know that and would focus on that person in a noisy room and eliminate everything else. So it's basically noise canceling, but on steroids based on how we are interacting with the world around us because the headset is capturing that. So, you know, this is this is good AI and I think we should support it. And especially because it's coming from literally our backyard. And it seems we may have a false impression of who is most vulnerable to online scams. <laughs> you know, there's this uh, there's this misconception that you know that it, it's always going to be you know my, you know grandma. like seventy or eight yeah, yeah it's grandma grandma got a scam call and grandma uh, agreed to have them gain you know gain access to her computer or whatever uh, whereas in fact Deloitte did a survey uh, and it shows that in fact it's Gen Z uh, that falls for these scams and hacks far more frequently than grandma or grandpa ever do. Um, So for example, they're three times more likely to get caught up in an online scam than a boomer. Uh, They're twice as likely to have their social media hacked. uh, And 14% of them say they've already had their location information misused because they allowed that to happen. So this is, it it kind of reverses it. And it shows that just because we assume that age, uh, older age is is a vector, it means that if you're younger, you're probably thinking, well, I can't get hacked because I'm younger. So you engage in behaviors that expose you to more risk. So yeah, it's it's funny on the on the one hand, it's like I, you know, I won't be compromised. But on the other hand, it means that we're a lot more likely for cyber attackers to take to take aim. And Gen Z unfortunately is falling victim, according to Deloitte, far more frequently than any other age group. Thanks for this. Good to have you. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. That's our tech expert, Carmi Levy, on a Tech Tuesday.